So there. So there. So there. So there. Let me know your thoughts. So there. So there. So there. Let me know your thoughts. Why do you keep saying let us know your thoughts? Let me know your thoughts to me is a nice lead-in for So There. So There. Welcome to episode 16 of So So There. There. I'm Tom Karamitis. And I'm Gary Doyle. And you're probably wondering right now why we didn't say where we work. Well, and I know you're all wondering that, but uh, there's a reason. I'm going to read you a letter that explains that reason. All right. Whoa. Now, I know. Whoa. I know you're used to viewer mail at the end of the podcast, but uh, this this uh, piece of mail had a suggestion uh, that we just incorporated. So I'll read the letter now. This is from a listener and a dear friend of Gary Doyle's. Uh, he allowed us to use his real name. His name is Tom Lichtenheld. Tom is a New York Times best-selling children's book author. Uh, At any given time, if you look at the Sunday New York Times uh, book review, he'll have uh, one in the top 10 of the New York Times bestsellers he has for years. He's hugely successful, hugely talented, has thrown away, he used to be an art director, a creative director in the advertising business, has thrown away more one-show gold pencils than most creatives have pencils, actual pencils. And Tom is also one of the greatest guys there is. So Tom sent us a letter. He couldn't be here on the show today because he didn't want to damage his brand. Um, but Tom sent us a letter saying uh, to uh, so there at yahoo.com. That's the email address. I usually listen to newsy podcasts while working, but the news is so depressing today that I took a break and listened to so there, which was pretty darned funny. Three questions. Why? Well, number one, why do you guys in- identify your... P- places of employment it's irrelevant to 95 percent of your material and waters down your authenticity totally agree just be you and while you're at it be best that was a political reference there tom caramidas is not familiar uh is not comfortable with those tom caramidas chooses to make so they are a political free zone Number two from Tom Lichtenheld. Will we ever hear the transcribed phone message? This was, uh, was it last episode? I tried to read a transcribed phone message from the new uh, voicemail system where I work, and I couldn't get through it because it was so funny. I will try again next episode because we have a very special guest this episode that we'll introduce. You can only fit so much into an episode of So There. Number three, more symbol. Tom ends with, seriously, keep up the good work. We need it. That's an excellent letter. Lots of useful information for us. Encouragement. Yeah, better than most of the letters we get, which are borderline um, abusive or at least, at the very best, tolerant of our podcast. So yeah, actual praises. Welcome. We move into episode 16, and Gary and I thought this was a really good opportunity to reflect. To reflect on where we've been and where we're going, and the four of you that are still out there that are still listening to us. Um, we realize that So There is, a, is quite the cutting-edge podcast, and we, we decided to have our huge analytics team uh, put their minds towards unearthing viewer data. They're offshore, right? 
Well, their, their some 24 of 24-hour analytics team in, in India. Well, the, that yeah, there's the offshore team and there's the team that's at the lake house in northern Minnesota. Uh, but we, Gary and I needed uh, needed someone to help us understand our, our global reach. So um, we really basically wanted to find someone um, who understood international stuff. All right. So what I did was I Googled companies that had cool global names. I figured that would be a good entree into finding the right kind of person. Found a company uh, in Chicago called Daily Planet. All right. Whoa. Planet Global. Right. So uh, um, I contacted this company, Daily Planet, and got a hold of a producer there, a woman named Sarah Wolfson. All right. She works at Daily Planet. All right. So I figured she must be an international expert and perhaps can help us dig through some of the reams of data that we had here uh, uh, in, in our So There analytics. And why are we having international expert Sarah Wolfson on the show? What did our analytics uncover? Would you like to share that with our... Well, much to our, our surprise, that we have listeners uh, in all corners of the globe, including many non-English-speaking places like Singapore and Thailand, all right, Denmark and the Netherlands. So I thought... Now, wait a minute. Hold on a second. I think you should share the list of the countries that listen to us. I started to do that. All right, I started to mention them. Singapore, Netherlands, Italy, China, France. China! That's, that's what you were going for. You wanted me to say China. China! All right. So, Sarah, uh, welcome to So There. Thank you, long-time listener, first-time caller. Love the show. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Uh, Gary and I, obviously, we're, we're, we're not the, the, smart, the sharpest tools in the shed. We, we, we look for some insight uh, from you about any of these com- uh, countries that, that we've mentioned. Um, uh, can you shed any light on why, as an example, somebody from the Czech Republic would be a fan of So There? Yes. Uh, so just a little bit of background on my credentials as as a social scientist. Uh, I was a, a sociology major in college. Um, uh, actually, my university called it a concentration because major is very gauche and pedestrian. Mm. Uh, so I like to feel that, uh, you know, because of that degree that I got 20 years ago, I am fully qualified to to really speak to any one of these nations. Um, Absolutely. Have you ever had a, uh, a Singapore sling cocktail? I've had a lot of cocktails. It's entirely possible I have had a Singapore sling and just kind of blacked out a little bit. Perfect. Um, so you, you brought up the Czech Republic. Um, obviously not to dive into stereotypes, but you know, I am a Jew and we do really understand checks and, and money of all kind. Uh, so I can really say that as a people, they probably, they what really resonates most with this podcast for them is the the sort of deep down financial issues that you bring up on a regular basis it's it's like the wall street journal but more auditory and mm. not talking about wall street mm. so much and with occasional symbol crashes right well there's crashes on wall street as well very good so it all ties together. Mm-hmm. Are those financial issues like the gambits that Gary Doyle employs to avoid paying for Metra rides? Is that one of the financial uh, issues, or are you thinking of other things? That's just cheating the system. That's not so much a financial Whoa. issue. Whoa. That's more of Whoa. the Gary Doyle brand. Whoa. Sarah bringing the judgment. Coming in hot. Mm-hmm. Coming in hot. You know, I, 
it's just it comes from my heart and it comes right out of my mouth like vomit <laughs> but heart blood vomit what about uh, some of these countries uh, in the Far East mm -hmm. Singapore mm -hmm. China uh, well China I mean as Thailand I, I mentioned as as a, a Jew specifically one from New York uh, their cuisine is something that I am intimately familiar with I was practically weaned on Chinese food. So mm. I feel like when when you get to know a new culture, one of the best ways to explore that is to really dive into their cuisine. It's it's basically their heart on a plate. And kind of by osmosis when you do that, um, it's it, it just, you, you suck up the culture through your taste buds. And when I said heart on a plate, not in a Daenerys Tajarian eating a, an actual horse heart. Because that would be... That would be disgusting. You're a... Uh you know a lot about China. You've had Chinese food. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. China's a big country. Right. We don't know how many, or is it a continent? It's a country. It's a country okay. on a continent. Thank you. Um, but my So um, we don't know how many listeners we have in China. Our analytics don't tell us that. There's but, no way to even know how many people are in China. That's just science. Despite it being a large country, what would you say that our impact on Chinese culture would be from mm -hmm. the listenership we have there? I would say minimal. Very minimal. Don't you think Gary Doyle and I offer hope? To what? To the, 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 the great masses. Oh, sure. Yeah. That we'll, would work in we'll, Thailand, too? We'll go with that. Well, Thailand, my experience with Thailand is, is a little bit different. Um, if, if needed, and I'm going to assume not now, but if, if any of your listeners would like me to at a later date and time, I could sing the vast majority of the score from The King and I, which, as we all know, is set in Siam, which was the precursor to Thailand. So I really feel like I have more of a historical basis with Thailand than I do with China, which is more of a, a current situation. So I'm looking at Thailand from more of, more of that perspective, the history of it. And I can say uh, that they do have a history, uh, a very rich one, full of music and dance. And, hmm. and an English tutor. And as, as we've just demonstrated a few minutes ago, music is a big part of, of So There with the occasional cymbal crash, mm. right? Plus our memorable theme song. And of course, Meat Boat. Yeah. I wonder if, I wonder if our theme song and Meat Boat inspire music and dance in China. What do you think, Sarah? I think uh, if you're looking for where your your musical influences have the most influence themselves, I think you're really going to want to look more to Aust Australia than than any of the other nations. Interesting. Um, because I would say when I first heard Meat Boat, for example, I would say that I was floored. Were you moved by the meat? I. I'm often moved by meat on a variety of different levels. Uh, this meat in particular just really spoke to me and I would say it, it turned me upside down. And as we know, Australia is on the other side of the planet is upside down. And again, that's just science and geography. Well, Aussies are also well-known aficionados of foghorns. Uh, I would also say that the Australians would probably be a huge fan of, of you as we've already established, you are a known thief uh, of, of Metra's 
Metro's fees. And Let it be known right there that Sarah is making eye contact with Gary Doyle. Continue. Well, I'm trying to, but he's assiduously looking away from me. I'm looking away. <laughs> And as of course, <laughs> Australia, uh, you know, was was originally a, a penal colony, so uh, penal. Not this is not a meat boat scenario. Tom said no naughty words. Um, Penal's not naughty, right? It's they're all you know historically criminals. Uh, if we have any Australian listeners, I'm just calling it like I like I see it, uh, even though this is obviously a podcast, so I can't see anything so no. if the metro was in australia they would go out of business they would make no money because nobody would pay yeah i frankly i don't understand how they have a functioning economy at all interesting mm-hmm. i wonder if we'll hear from our australian listener about this or or our our french listener i i often thought of the french uh at the end of the meat boat episode when we played reflections of meat <laughs> i thought that's that really to me if i were french that would speak to me Uh, On the subject of France, I think as a culture, the one thing that stands out to me about the French is uh, surrender. Uh, They the cheap trick song? No, 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 no. Just you know, if there's an army at the door, they'll surrender. I know that uh, when the Italians uh, were attacking, they surrendered, even though I don't think they ever even crossed the border. That's just capitulation is kind of their thing. So they're really just open and willing to surrender and let your podcast just wash over them with with the fire and fury of your words, your feelings, and your emotions. I wonder if the reason that France won the World Cup is because Croatia thought they would surrender. Croatia walked into that championship game thinking they would surrender, and they didn't. And therefore, France crushed Croatia. Just a thought, just a theory. It's also possible it's because they're not actually any French people on the French team, so they are less apt to actually surrender. We told you Sarah was a global expert. Mm -hmm. And she is. Yeah, Yeah. no no doubt she is. I I, I would like to, though, also point out something for for Gary. Gary is is very modest, but one of the countries that shows up on the list is Ireland. There's no doubt that Mr. Doyle would be a folk hero to our Irish contingent. Um, That's a heavy weight on your shoulders, Gary. I just want to let you know that I think you, you wear it well. Thank you, Tom. 100% Irish here. Gary Doyle. Gary Doyle. County seat, County Tipperary in Ireland is the home of the Doyle family clan. Everything there is named Doyle. Doyle's dry cleaners, Doyle's uh, massage parlor. (laughs) I'm making that up. Uh, But yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I've actually been to Ireland, and I, I, I can't, I can't speak to so there's influence there, but I'm sure it's vast. I'm sure they, they play it over the loudspeakers in all the pubs. Uh, and I would also mention uh, it, it's, it's apparent by not being there that the Greeks have not embraced Tom Karamitis the way the Irish have embraced Gary Dole. Greece does not show up on the analytics. Interesting. That's probably more a failing in you than in Greece, per se. Well, I would venture to guess the, the Greeks probably at this point can't afford Internet access. That's you possible. Know? Because they always seem to be stumbling from financial crisis to financial crisis. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, I got a little angry there. <laughs> that drags down our economy, by the way. Every once in a while, the market goes to hell, and they say, well, it's because of the... The Grecians, as President Bush called them. That was because of the Grecians. 
Uh, Sarah, any other, uh, some of these countries to me I know very little about, uh, mm -hmm. the, the Netherlands, you know, and, 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 and uh, why they would react so vociferously, so uh, wh why, I mean, I've, as far as I know, there are parades for so there in some of these places. Well, uh, so my experience with the Netherlands is a little more tangential. Uh, when I was in seventh grade, I played the lead role in Peter Pan. Oh. Um, but uh, so I feel like my experience is Peter Pan uh, with Never Never Netherlands uh, pretty much let me really understand the heart of the country. And I think that there are so many lost boys in the Netherlands uh, that that your irreverent guy on guy talk probably really just resonates with that demographic. If our podcast can make it so that one lost boy in the Netherlands is found, I feel like we will have been a success. We've done something right. We've given back a little bit. Mm -hmm. Almost as special as the debut of Reflections of Meat. <laughs> So we will move on to, uh, I think uh, we have a couple of I decrees. Uh, I have a uh, I wonder why, but we will let Sarah, rare privilege, in into the inner sanctum she comes with an I decree. Um, this I decree is something that's near and dear to my heart. Uh, I've always considered myself to be a strong advocate of the social contract that we make with everyone around us when we ride the CTA. And I have for many years now been carrying on a strong campaign against a scourge uh, on our society. Uh, and that scourge is manspreading, along with its lesser known female counterpart, which I call uh, riding side saddle, which is when a lady will sort of cross her legs and lean them to the side. So she is likewise taking up a second seat. Um, I think society demands swift justice. And if you see someone who is taking up more than their fair share on a CTA seat at rush hour, you know, if it's the middle of the day or late at night and the place is empty, get comfortable, have at it. But I feel that you should be allowed to immediately, if it's a gentleman, give them a, a knee to the D, a lady, a, a punt to the uh, Georgia O'Keeffe, and, and let them know that that behavior is not tolerated, accepted, or allowed for in a society such as ours. And also don't put your bag on the seat next to you because it just makes you a big fat jerk. Sarah, bring in some aggression to so there. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Bring in uh, some serious commuter heat. Yeah. I'm well familiar with the man-spreading phenomenon, but not the side saddle Phenomenon. I've not, I've not witnessed that, but perhaps I'm not paying attention. I find that the the women who are most guilty of it have what I describe as a I'd like to talk to the manager haircut. They don't want another human being touching them. Uh, in which case, take an Uber, drive, ride a bike. You have options. But if you take the CTA you're gonna be, you know, stuck next to some gross, sweaty person who's gonna have his giant freaking stomach like press into the small of your back and you're gonna feel like you need an emotional shower and also a physical shower. I uh, have an eye decree. I am a Cubs fan. I'm a big Cubs fan. 
And if you're a Cubs fan, Tom Karamidas is not a Cub fan. He's a Brewers fan and is inexplicable uh, rooting for Wisconsin teams, And even though he's not from Wisconsin. But that's a topic for another podcast. Sarah, are you a, just curious, are you a Cubs fan? or I don't sports. She doesn't sport. She made sport a, vic- uh, na- a verb. Good. Um, when the Cubs win, for those not familiar, they fly a W flag mm-hmm. up on Wrigley Field. And so some fans have taken to flying a W flag outside their phone, about outside their home. That's fine. I'm one of them. I have a W flag. But Gary Doyle will hang the W flag when the Cubs win. When they lose, I take it down, just like they do at Wrigley Field. But there are many Cub fans in Gary Doyle's neighborhood who leave the W flag up all year all season long, win or lose, it's up there for six months. Just because they think it's just a flag. Hey, they think it's a flag. I decree that if you have a W flag, you shall fly it when the Cubs win. And when they lose, take it down. Otherwise, you are not a true Cubs fan. You are a bandwagon jumper. Is so there, there. Is there, I, I have a follow-up question if I may. Uh, is there a an acceptable length of time that you can leave up the W before you need to take it down? Does it have to be taken down in advance of the next game? No, great question. You take it down when they lose the next game, if they lose it. But you wait until they lose it, then you take it down. Gotcha. I, I've got kind of a... I'm toying between an I decree and an I wonder why. I guess this will be a, a, an I wonder why. Um, Lately, I've noticed a preponderance of depressing shock value commercials that have been on the air. And I'll give you several examples. I, I tend to go home at night and I turn on CNN, and there's a, there's a commercial running right now, and they, they start out showing a Happy Meal box, and then they show uh, it's like deformed chickens. And then after that, the next commercial break, there'll be a commercial for the ASPCA, and they'll show a bunch of tortured animals. Then there'll be an anti-smoking thing, and I'll have to look in somebody's tracheotomy hole or, an, or a man taking his dentures out of his mouth. And then the, finally, you know, the, 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 the commercials for children's hospitals with these poor kids who have cancer. And I just, I often wonder, is, 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 I know the purpose of these commercials is to get me to send money to the organization, support the organization. But a lot of times, it bothers me enough that I just want to change the channel. So I don't think it's having the desired effect on Tom Karamitis because I find them just upsetting. And there's so many of them lately. I don't know if our listeners, our viewers, or Gary and Sarah have had a, a similar observation. Well, I do not. In fact, uh, that commercial was seen by my bride, Lisa. And Lisa informed me the other day that based on seeing that commercial, she did not want me to buy like Purdue chicken from the grocery store. She wants to buy organic, free-range chicken because she was horrified by the conditions of the chickens. I will say for myself, speaking only for Sarah Wolfson, I'm not sure if I'm legally obligated to refer to myself in the third person, but um, these attempts to... We refer to ourselves in the third person all the time. So this is a friendly, a safe space. Thanks. For referring to yourself in the third person. Um, Personally, I think these attempts to shame me into better eating habits in any way, shape, or form, this sort of my body is a temple, treat it well, and others will worship at it kind of thing, backfires completely. I don't don't care. Um, 
I don't care how cute an animal was when it was alive. I love looking at teacup, teacup piglets wearing rain boots and scampering around. I will eat bacon all day, every day, until I die of a heart attack, and I will consider it a life well lived. I would not eat one of my cats, but I might eat a cat. I don't know, you know? If I was in a place where that was a thing. I would totally eat a cat, but, but, not, I, but I don't like mine. cats, so I would, I would, eat, I would one. eat one. I would eat dog, I would never eat cat. Do you like dogs? I would, I would go to your house and eat your dog. Voltan the Unyielding? Yeah. That, I, that will never make it to the final version well, of what, So There. What breed of dog is it? Pug. I don't know if they would be good eating. I don't know if they have enough meat on their bones. If you're hungry enough, any dog is good eating. Touche. Well, folks, this has been the longest So There ever. And for that, we'd like to thank Sarah Wolfson our international expert. I'm yes, thank you, Sarah. Magnificent job. We hope you come back. Thank you, uh, Tom Lichtenheld, for the letter and the inspiration. Thank you to John Binder, our engineer, Marco Morales, our other engineer, Jim Furr, our designer. And until next time, we'll see you back here on So There!